Hey there to everyone on the other side of the microphone. Welcome to I'll Think to That, the podcast toast to overthinkers. I'm your host, Sarah Neely, and I invite anyone who has thoughts to think to join me in celebrating the musings of our minds. Two episodes in, and I've decided to take a crack at New Year's resolutions. Plus, I try to figure out what to do if we fall off. I would just like to start this episode by saying that the idea came to me as I was about to start my workout at the gym. I heard two gentlemen having a conversation and at some point one of them mentioned that he felt like he had fallen off over the past few months that he quote unquote fell off. Um, And he was kind of talking about how maybe he had some goals or what he would normally expect of himself and he had just felt like he fell off and that I have to say that stuck with me for pretty much the rest of the workout my mind just (laughs) went through this whole maze of falling off what does that mean um what does that look like how many people fall off what does that mean to each individual who says that uses that term And before I go too far down that rabbit hole, I would just like to read an excellent quote from Queen Dr. Brene Brown. The quote is on disappointment and expectations from her lovely book, Rising Strong. And she says, disappointment is unmet expectations. And the more significant the expectations, the more significant the disappointment. And why this speaks to, quote unquote, falling off for me is because I think when we use the term fell off, it simply means that we have fallen short of some expectation or goal that we have set for ourselves. And inevitably, when we say we've fallen off, It comes with an air and connotation of disappointment. So it makes perfect sense, really, in my mind, that falling off is not meeting an expectation you have for yourself and in turn becoming disappointed. As we approach resolution season, I think this is the perfect topic for this time. Um, This idea and link between setting up expectations and whether or not we will disappoint ourselves in those expectations through resolutions. So I think resolutions in my mind are a coin and there are two sides of it. We will set these big ambitious goals as resolutions. We will save the list on our fridge, in the notes app, on our laptops, wherever. And at the same time, I do think that many of us will question our ability to see these through. We'll think back to years past when maybe resolutions did not pan out. They weren't um, sustainable, and maybe we fell off. 
And that's the main point I believe that I'm going to bring up today about this idea of falling off. And that is if we find ourselves falling off so frequently or in such specific moments, I think the place we need to start is asking, is it sustainable? Is there sustainability to what this goal that I want to achieve, this expectation I have for myself? And when we can start with that question, I think it can give us better guideposts, if you will, better information as to how we go about setting resolutions, enacting resolutions, and maintaining resolutions. In order to figure out whether or not we feel there is the potential to fall off from the expectations we set for ourselves, I think the main thing that we need to consider is this idea of sustainability. And I think more specifically, we need to look at the details of what is going to help us formulate our expectations. And when we think about setting a resolution or a goal, something of that nature, I think it comes down to doing simple yet effective checklisting. And that's thinking about and considering things like, how much of myself will I need to give to this? How much time, how much in regards to resources, That's, you know, one of the first points on your checklist. How much does it require of me? How much can I expect of myself? A second point could be the what you're going after. What actually is it? And if it's some large looming goal, should I maybe consider making smaller goals to be the stepping stones to get there? And then thirdly, I think intention also plays an important role. Why do I desire to set these goals for myself? Why do I resolve to do these things? And I think starting with these extra questions, these extra thought points, really will help you navigate the sustainability of your plan, of your trajectory, and that'll give you some indication from the start, from the beginning, of whether or not it's a one weekend till you fall off or a one year in, or whether or not you can maintain it for the foreseeable future. And I have a great example of this personal story. So in high school, I never was a fan of cardio. I just wasn't. Couldn't be bothered to jog, cycle. Wasn't for me. I had plenty of friends on the cross-country and track team. They were rock stars. It just was not my thing. But every once in a while, I would get the wild hair for two weeks to jog every afternoon. 
it lasted a maximum of two weeks and not a single day longer because it wasn't sustainable for me because I was starting from a place of I didn't like to do it anyway and it took up a lot of my time that I'd rather be doing something else. So that to me, right there, red flag of sustainability. However, once I got towards the end of college, I started getting, I mean, college, once I began college at the end of high school, I got into weight training and I loved it. And I've been doing it ever since. Um, So for about, I would say five to six years now, I have been consistently weight training. It's truthfully something I enjoy. It doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like it's unmanageable and it's been sustainable for me. And yes, that's just a personal story, but it is looking at sustainability in real time and understanding that sustainability is the foundation to what you can expect of yourself. And of course, I know some people may be questioning, well, where does discipline come into this equation? um, Can sustainability, this word that you're using, be used as an excuse to avoid that? So I would like to say, yes, discipline can definitely be a very big motivating, driving glue factor of the expectations that we hold for ourselves. A great example of that is that my uncle growing up trained for triathlons many months out of the year. He did um, even a little bit of extensive traveling to compete in different triathlons. He had done Ironmans. So he was very, very athletic, very dedicated and disciplined. As well, my stepmom would train often for half marathons, even completing a marathon as well. So they had a lot of discipline to the goals that they had set for themselves. And they achieved that. But I think an important point to note here is where do we draw a line between discipline and outright suffering? Because I think that will start to reveal itself when you have your ambitions, you adopt this quote-unquote discipline, you're achieving things. When you start to maybe quote-unquote fall off and not get back on, that may be an indication that something you were trying to achieve just may not have been sustainable for you. And you may have really been suffering as a result, and that's why you automatically went to ending that. And I think, truthfully, another part to discipline can be that maybe we need to shoot for the moon before we shoot for Mars. (laughs) And by that, I just mean that we may need to adopt a plan and strategy to build up our tolerance and resilience in regards to discipline. 
Start taking those baby steps that lead to a big step. You can conquer the whole staircase whether you start one step at a time or whether you try to go elf style and skip four steps and stretch yourself too far. So I think that discipline can definitely be a factor. But I do think we inevitably will reveal to ourselves whether or not we are being disciplined or whether or not we are suffering. And that, even more so, kind of helps us to figure out whether or not we are being sustainable in our expectations, which teaches us or tells us why we may fall off or stay on. Once we've considered whether or not we are being disciplined or suffering and how we might go about building up a tolerance and resilience for discipline, we might also want to consider whether or not the expectations we've set for ourselves, the resolutions we've planned and mapped out really align with ourselves. Because I think sometimes the shame associated with falling off is also due to the fact that you may have invested a good deal of time, energy, effort into these goals, fallen off, and then realize that maybe you don't desire that anymore. Maybe you never did. Maybe you did at one point. But maybe you just simply don't in this moment. And that's where I really got the title for this episode was, well, if we fall off a bandwagon, do we want to get back on? Or do we want to hop on a different one? And I think we should allow ourselves to consider that, right? I think if we have stepped away from an initial goal, resolution, and we cannot see the path forward with it any longer, can we allow ourselves the grace to reconsider and reevaluate what we might want instead, if anything at all? As people, we're always evolving and changing, And so if you picked up a hobby, bought all kind of equipment for it, invested a lot of money, maybe cleared out some space in your house to do it, and four months in, you say, gosh, I just feel burnt out. I don't feel any spark towards this. Can you allow yourself to step away? Can you allow yourself to fall off and recognize maybe this only served me for a time And I'd like to move in a different direction. So I think that's an important question as well in regarding this concept of falling off. Maybe you didn't fall off. Maybe you unintentionally jumped off (laughs) and were desperately seeking uh, to go in a different direction. You know, I think we have shame sometimes when we spend a lot of time, energy, brain space, whatever else it is that we might into something, and then all of a sudden, we want to jump off the bandwagon and run far away. And that's okay. But I think really, this all brings me back to where I started. 
And that is, what expectations are we setting for ourselves? And why? And if we don't meet them, it's likely going to create disappointment. But what can we take away from all of that? I think falling off a goal, a plan, sometimes helps us to stop, reevaluate what expectation we had of ourselves. Was it sustainable? Was it meaningful? Did it align with ourselves? And how will that set us up in the future? If we can learn that one of the expectations we set for ourselves led to disappointment because we couldn't meet it, maybe that will better illuminate or help us understand what expectations might ring more true for us or set ourselves up to accomplish it, to stay on, to be disciplined. And so I think these considerations can really be boiled down to simple ideas, simple moments, simple questions. But I think we just ignore them. And so I think in planning your resolutions, if you do intend to plan them, start by asking yourself, is this sustainable? What am I expecting of myself? And however the outcome may result, will I be okay? Okay.